Two journalists, one question every week. Hello, I am Nana Majman Asante, a journalist from Ghana, and I'm here with Kohei Tsuji, I'm a journalist from Japan. Welcome to Inside the Media. As our name suggests, we are going to explore the challenges facing the media across the world. We are fellows at the Reuters Institute at Oxford University in Oxford. So today we have a special guest, Jako Lutnen from Finland. Welcome, Jako. Thank you. It's good to be here with you. Thank you for coming. Jako has extensive experience as a journalist for more than 20 years and now works for the largest newspaper in Finland, Helsinki Sanma, as a features writer. He also produces something called live journalism and we will hear all about it today. Okay, welcome Jako. Welcome Jako. Oh, let's get open. Today, we are asking what is live journalism? Live journalism, this is the idea that you're crazy about. So tell us a little bit about live journalism. Just to say it briefly, it is something, it's a show where journalists present news stories, original journalism, live on stage. So this is, you're doing it, you're performing it in front of the audience. Yes. Which is not very typical of journalism. Journalism, we, journalists... Uh, write or report something through media, whether it's TV or radio or newspaper, but you do it directly to the audience. Exactly. It's very immediate and it's uh, people feel, our audiences, according to our surveys, feel that it's very authentic and there's lots of elements that we haven't thought uh, that apply to journalism. So uh, journalists uh, come out as vulnerable human beings which sounds which odd, we, odd we enough. don't usually are. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Instead of we, faceless journalists, exactly. human beings. So there's a, there's a really warm atmosphere at the theatre. It's like a family play or a school play where they really want you to do well as well. We've been doing it since 2016. That's interesting. Yeah. So you're basically saying, I come from Ghana. And well, when, when you're growing up, if you come from, we come from really large extended families. And so your grandmother is there. And in the evenings, you gather around, especially the kids, and they tell you stories. What you're saying is, in live journalism, it's something similar except it is well-researched journalistic pieces. This well, is what it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I like that you said about <laughs> the, the kind of oral tradition yeah. of storytelling because we are using that, I think, which is the most powerful tool of any communication. Uh, we are using that tool for journalism. I just want to um, explain to our listeners that it might be still hard to get an idea of what live journalism is. Uh, so Yako basically persuaded me to go see his, their show called Black Box, um, produced by his newspaper, Helsinki Sanomat. So I went to Finland to see one in last November. And it was held in the beautiful National Theatre in Helsinki. That was about 700 people. Um, and there are about eight journalists. Each one has about 10 minutes to present their story. Each reporter comes on stage with the pictures on the background, um, but they basically give a speech explaining the coverage. So good thing about live journalism, I, I was almost moved, that 
among the audience, there are many, many families. Families coming to see journalism. When is the last time it's you saw people? <laughs> when is the last time you saw people reading paper together or watching news together? Never. But this is this is what I saw. I really liked it. I liked it too when we did it. I haven't been to Finland, but I liked what we did. Yeah, no, no. Can you explain what we did? Because listener may not know what we did. So Yako convinced all of us to put our lives on the line and we've had our own live journalism show nine people who chose setting stories from their experiences as journalists and from their countries and performed it at the royal society 14 journalists from 13 different countries have been rethinking journalism give us some of the topics that we talked about because it might help them to understand so fellow from nigeria talked about struggling to present finance news to the people who needed the most right she was working for uh, a, fin- business paper. a business yeah. newspaper and so she talked about reaching the marginalized and deprived and basically poor people who need the financial news to make informed choices during this autumn, I have realized that this is something I have to do. British correspondent from the BBC talked about what if journalists listened more. If journalists truly listened to the communities we serve, we could break away from narratives that are repeated over and over again and get into new ones. Basically, he was saying we are not listening to We're not listening to enough. Um, Which is true. (laughs) Which is true. I'm really curious as to how do you sustain this? How long have you done this and how are you sustaining it? Because if you look at the media landscape, one of our worries is money. How do we? Money is a very good topic to talk about. Everybody's interested in money. It is, yeah. It's, uh, I must say straight on that it's, it's, it costs it's a it's a costly thing to do it because it you need time and you need resources as a business it's not bringing us lo- loads of money but we are making some money with this do the tickets get sold out or they do they do now it's it's gaining momentum and now they sold out months in advance how much was the ticket uh it was only about 20 euros the first time around no no don't you think it's amazing that these tickets that cost 20 euros get sold out for journalism. Journalism. People don't even pay for a paper. They today. don't want to pay. This is why this blows my mind, right? Who are these people? Because people, there's also a dislike for journalists right now. There is an attack on media. And yet, people are paying to go see live journalism. People are really interested to see how journalists work. I think it's about showing the ingredients is about taking people behind the scenes and very importantly it's about showing your own mistakes as well this thing i got wrong and then i realized that i actually have to go into the other direction and you're allowed to say that in normal stories so you put this kind of part into the speech that usually in the regular reporting you only give them a result exactly the only the final exactly. outcome exactly but instead you tell how I got to the, the point that exactly. the final result. You can show the whole route. And by presenting that, we are building trust. We are showing our work. We are be- 
also showing our vulnerability. We are vulnerable people who make mistakes. Yeah. And maybe we in the media have not been very good about this. And this has built kind of distrust. We have not been so good at telling about our own mistakes. What are the setbacks of uh, live journalism? First question is about the scale. Can you give us like basics, like how many times you produce your show, or how many audiences you have a year? We would have uh, 18 to 20 uh, nights in the whole year. If you say like 20 times, uh, 650, 13,000 per year. Talk about criticism. Uh, we are really aware of the fact that they are the kind of readership people that we would get, or they are our subscribers, kind of literate people. And, and this is the risk that is it's preaching to the converted, that the people who are really critical about legacy media, we are being challenged. So do the people who are challenging us, do they come to the theatre? Necessarily not. How to engage with audience is is very important question for us today because the trust between media and audience is eroding. Many people stop trusting us. Uh, many people even stopped consuming us. So distance between media or journalists and audience is getting wider and wider. How live journalism can increase the trust and increase the engagement with audience? My answer and our production's answer are children. So we really want to start producing more shows for school children because then we have access to the kind of the whole dissection of that particular age group. We have done various shows for high school children or youth and then... You mean you invite, year high school, yes. you invite high school? Yes, I really feel that this would be... Uh, really an important way to bring youth to high quality journalism and show what it's about and make them have the choice then afterwards that, okay, do I want to follow this or do I want to follow something else? And yeah. might I even want to pay when I grow up uh, about journalism? And uh, so therefore my, my answer to the criticism is that maybe the people who are really against legacy media, maybe they won't come to our shows but maybe their kids will. So uh, how to reach young audience is like the biggest question yeah. for everyone involved in media today. And you're saying you can engage with younger audiences by inviting them to the theater to, sh to see the live journalism? Yes, so they actually really like the show. We've done surveys with the school kids and we've asked them that, would you come again? Would you see this as even more engaging way to consume news than other ways like radio, online, digital or print? Or, and often they have said that, like about 65% say that this would be my favorite way. If I had the chance to consume news this way, I would do it. And we have... Kind Why of, is that? Why, uh, what was the reason? Oh, I can that? tell you that. Yeah, I think <laughs> no, but I just want to, want to hear that, you know, how youth responded. One response that I, we have come up with is quite interesting, that at youth, uh, young people often look at these YouTube stars and people do, who are doing the video blogs and so on, which is about peer-to-peer. -peer. It's somebody that you can trust, somebody that feels... Uh, 
kind close of close to you. Close, exactly. Close, close to, to you. you. Like no, a you human telling yeah, the story. You don't feel yeah. they have an agenda. You think they care about you. I mean, we live in the Instagram and Snapchatting ways, and so. Yeah. This is how, if we're going to reach young people, I see that being personal and engaging will be the way to bring them in because this is how they consume everything. Yeah, they look more authentic than guys exactly. on TV. We have to understand that we will never win the hearts and minds of the young people unless we also explain that why our methods of gaining information and presenting it is maybe more reliable than yeah. some other news sources. Yeah. And I think we can do a lot with a lot of these things in live journalism. What I really like about live journalism is that you can make a direct contact with the audience so that you can see their reaction and feedback, whether or not they like our reporting, whether they laugh or anything, which we usually don't get much of. I think that people are really actually hungry for live things. Uh, because people are kind of getting slightly tired of over-digitalized life. Everything is digital and they consume most things digitally. So live things are actually have made a big comeback in the, in the uh, last years and journalism should really be part of that. And actually many big media companies have done live events. So I really advise big media houses to try this out, <laughs> but also small media houses and, and freelance communities to try this out. And, and I'm, I'm ready to help anyone. You can actually go and help other media houses if they're interested? Uh, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the people, like the idea of going back to classics. You know, it's a human communication, face-to-face -face communication in a way, rather than looking at your smartphones. I think that's very important that we're, we are coming back to. <laughs> Great. Okay, okay, so... Um, so I just want to touch on several things before we... If we finish, one important thing, important announcement I have to make is that Yako is the godfather of this podcast, Inside Media. Yeah, he gave us the name. We oh, were yeah, struggling. Just the name. He we gave us the full name. <laughs> we were struggling. And he was like, what about Inside the Media? And here we are right. talking about live journalism. We're very thankful for yeah, that. Grateful. Thank you, Yako. Thank you. And and um, so subscribe and listen to our podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast is what you usually hear but unfortunately we are still not available at wherever you get your podcast <laughs> although we did make a progress and we are now available at spotify and google podcast and other platforms like anchor or radio public but we are still waiting for the approval from the apple podcast and other platforms so subscribe us on Spotify or Google Podcast. Okay, and until next time. What are we going to talk about next week? I don't know. We'll fight. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I always like you say you don't know. I actually <laughs> care. <laughs> Today's show is produced by... Nana Majimane Sanchi. And Kohei Tsuji. And special guest, Yako Littman. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you.